Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The most special and anticipated episode of the year it's the 2023 <laughs> reflection episode if you're new to this podcast and you only discovered us this year you're in for a treat because not only do we <laughs> wow you, you're hyping it up <laughs> not only do we reflect on the year and that's just like a fun time for probably mainly us but hopefully also for you because it's going to prompt you to reflect also but then at the end of the episode yeah. We have asked you guys to send in your voice notes of one thing you've learned this year. And we're going to compile... Oh, I cannot speak. We're going to compile them all. We're going (laughs) to... If you want to skip straight ahead to that part, we're going to put, like, the timestamp in the episode notes so you know, like, when that part begins. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for the first part, it's just going to be a catch-up and then, like, our 2023 review. We always go over exactly the same questions. Um, We've now been... This is our third year doing this. It's like a time yeah, capsule. I I love it. And did you listen to our last? No, year I didn't. One? Did you? <gasps> I listened. I, well, I couldn't find my notes, so I had to re-listen to it last year. Oh wait, so interesting. That was a good idea to do. I'm gonna do that after this. Oh, anyways, uh, this is a podcast uh, called Much Diaries. I didn't properly introduce. <laughs> With your hosts, Clara and Leo. Hi everyone. That was Clara, <laughs> and I'm Leo. That is me. <laughs> If this is the first episode you're listening to, yeah, rogue. that that would be Very rogue. rogue. Probably not going to be your first episode. <laughs> no, maybe go find something else because this is. <laughs> but I'm excited for this one, and I think Kara and I had very different experiences preparing for this episode. This year, oh, maybe even this oh. year. Yeah. <laughs> also this year. Okay, but shall we? Let's just start with the catch up because it's been Christmas. We're recording this on the 29th of December, so. Yes, it's the end of the year. Also, can we just say this is our last episode of 2023? Yeah, wild. That's crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. Cara, how's your Christmas? Because the last time we recorded for Podmas was way over a week ago. Was before. Maybe two weeks ago. Ages, honestly, before. Yeah, because we were prepared for Podmas. Also, claps on the back that we did it. I know. I didn't believe us when we announced (laughs) it. I was like, it's not going to (laughs) happen. But I'm glad it did. Um... I had a really cute week, actually. Very... Actually, you know what? It was very interesting because we obviously spoke about our Christmas traditions in our Podmas episode, and then I realized, like, a lot of them have changed. And I've realized that a lot of 
what I was describing was like childhood Podmas, <laughs> uh, childhood Christmas. Yeah. Um. So a few things have changed, uh, but it was honestly just a cute week. So nice to spend it with my family. We've also been doing a lot of things with like the extended family. Um, like we went to wine and cheese night the other night with the cousins, and it's nice because we're all like at the age now where it's we can hang out without like our parents, and <laughs> it's quite nice. We're all just like yeah. Adults. Um, giving saying a bit of gossip about our parents, so it's always fun when Lol. we do that. <laughs> um, other than that, I've been reading because we have our book club call literally tomorrow, so I I need to read and finish the book. How today. are you enjoying it? Um. But I'm enjoying it. We're reading Iron Flame, which is the second book in the I series. swear we've said it um, so many times because we've recorded so many episodes this December specifically. <laughs> and it's like, Iron Flame, Iron Flame. <laughs> it's kind of like Babel. I feel like we went on and on about it. To be that. fair, Babel <laughs> was incredible. Yes. <laughs> um, I am really enjoying it. But damn, she's chunky. I'm not going to lie. I have like wrist <laughs> from holding the book. That's intense. <laughs> My hand is not... <laughs> it's a lot but um other than that honestly it's just been it's been so nice Aww. being home um and i don't want it to end but it will so no don't think about that you've got still got so much time left days. you're going yeah. home oh like yeah true after new year's right ages fifth yeah, yeah. of january ages also i've been eating really good mm. food um i've honestly just enjoyed it and I'm feeling better. So we're on the mend. That's so good. Um, so overall, a good few. Good I'm few very days. happy about this recap. What about you, my darling? If we were <laughs> doing highs and lows, my low would be very clear. <laughs> because I... Yeah. Okay, so I think I talked about like my Christmas plans like in terms of what we were going to be doing this year on the podcast, actually. like The, fa- the plan was yeah. go to Italy, come back to Amsterdam, have a couple of days with my like close... like immediate family parents and brother go yeah. to Osnabrück to see my grandparents extended family and then go to Hamburg for a couple more days to like see home friends we had a couple of activities planned see other family members and then come back to Amsterdam um alas yeah. uh, life had other plans <laughs> because basically Marco <laughs> became sick when we were in Italy we had a really nice week to be fair like it, again it's just like the pre-Christmas week right where we had like secret Santa dinner with his friends which was it was really cute like how they also like included us as girlfriends like it's three of us three girlfriends um and I don't know it was just like sweet to be within like their traditions and they're just like lovely like I I love love them and then um yeah like just lots of family dinners and stuff like that but then he became sick and then literally the day I was flying back to Amsterdam, I also became sick. And that was no. the perfect timing to be sick, basically throughout the like Christmas celebration. So I was, my worst days were like the 24th and 25th, which was literally <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, so that was not ideal, obviously, because like I couldn't, um, like I was just feeling sick throughout all of it. But yeah, you didn't get to enjoy it. But really. you know what? I'm really proud of like how I handled it mentally. Like I think I really still made a conscious effort to still be with the family the whole time. And even though yeah. I had to like sit out one afternoon and just like lie in bed to like recover, even in that time I just felt <laughs> really grateful just to be with everyone and I had a lot of realizations whilst I was with my family and 
I think mainly it was just around like how grounded it makes me feel to be back like especially in Osnabrück like because I don't know that place because we we moved um in Hamburg like to a different like place when I was around I don't know 11 or 12 I think I must have been yeah but Osnabrück like my grandparents house has always been like the constant throughout my entire childhood like that's what I have so many memories of and also just like obviously just being with family yeah just made me feel so grateful just so happy to be with everyone and it also like definitely clarified some things in terms of my own priorities because I think the last two years have just been so busy with living somewhere different doing long distance you know I think this year the only times I've traveled have been for long distance and for business (coughs) and then for moving and I think I did one trip which was just for fun well two technically but no I don't know it wasn't traveling wasn't something where I could like properly prioritize like family or you know I and I definitely want to do that more like it's been it was the only time this year that I was back and that is also you've had such a busy year as well so like yeah but I've been saying that for like the past couple years so I feel like it's no longer an excuse (laughs) but I it really made me also can I add though when you're when you're ill but with your family Mm. it it, it's a whole different experience because you you feel like someone can take care of you rather than you having to take care of yourself like I think I'm maybe that's why you didn't weren't as mentally bad because I felt that as well like as soon as I came here I feel like I've at least the anxiety of like having to take care of yourself is gone and you can just feel like all my parents will look after me yeah I just I felt a bit bad that like I was you know not being a buzzkill but I just definitely just like wasn't my like obviously I couldn't be like my usual self usual self um but again yeah yeah, I just you took the cutest picture though wearing your grandma's (laughs) robe (laughs) I you were like I'm oh yeah I my grandmother gave me like a green morning like robe or whatever you call them to wear and it was yeah. my great grandmother's originally so it was oh my sweet. god it's in the family yes. very english and you have to take that with you eventually <laughs> I, I don't know if that's ever gonna be become mine um but <laughs> it was really yeah it was just like a really sweet time and i just felt very loved I felt a lot of love and yeah made me realize that next year I definitely want to make like seeing family more and even like just surrounding myself with German a bit more like a priority so it's that's definitely going to be like reflected in my in my goals and resolutions as well and then we so I then basically because then Marco got sick again like even sicker that was like my whole change of plan story and he had to like, he wasn't able to come to Hamburg, so obviously I can't just, like, I couldn't just leave him here in uh, Amsterdam alone. He had, like, really high fever and was just really, really Aww. sick. And so I then came back to Amsterdam instead of going to Hamburg. And obviously that was, like, I think, like, not the plan, so we had to, like, cancel things and it all wasn't ideal. But in the end, I got an extra day with, like, in Osnabrück. And then also we got one day to just rest here before um, my friend Ali arrived because she's staying with us until New Year's. So, uh, you know what? It all works out for the best. <laughs> and I'm we're going to Hamburg like yeah. in January instead. So it all works out. And I, yeah, yeah, I've just been feeling very like inspired and grateful. So that's good. Yeah. Cute. As I feel like a lot of people feel at the end of the year. Like, yeah. This is where I think we're all very excited. But last year I wasn't. It's kind of crazy as well. 
Well, inspired. I remember, like, this time last year when you we were recording the episode, I wasn't, I wasn't doing very well. In terms like, of... Like, mentally. <laughs> <laughs> Physically, I was probably better. But, like, yeah, I remember, like, last year from, like, Christmas time to even, like, past my birthday. Because my birthday, honestly, was fun but rough. Crazy. Yeah. Um... You're probably feeling like the burn out of long distance and just like everything yeah. that was last year. I was just year. feeling quite low, I remember. Yeah. So I'm feeling quite different. That's good. Then. Yeah. There we go. What about you? Like, do you remember how you felt when you were recording last year's episode? I just feel like my life has completely changed since last mm-hmm. year. And I've just, like, even listening back to the episode, I was like, wow, my priorities were so really? different. And I had time to, like, worry about such small things. Um, And I remember, like, because I obviously listened back to it and everything I was saying last year was all about, like, work on my relationship with myself and love myself because I'm self-deprecating and blah, 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 blah. And I, like, really, I was, like, annoyed at myself that I had gotten to that yeah. stage. And then like almost excited to be like this is the year we're gonna I'm gonna focus on myself and um now I'm like ha <laughs> you had no time <laughs> to think about yeah. yourself at all so at least, I mean in terms of like how I feel about myself I guess I, it's less of a priority which is probably yeah. good I guess so um I don't know it feels weird doing this episode because I'm I don't I think in the previous years, I felt like I had more control over what the next year would look mm. like. And I, I feel a little like I don't have that control for next year. So I think even goals, planning and everything feels a bit different because I know that there will, there will definitely be things that I can't control. Yeah, that's so, every year, yeah. though. That's always been the case. Yeah, but I feel it more now that I know like it will be, probably be turbulent. Yeah. Like there will probably be things that change a lot of my plan I think I, it yeah it happens every year but I think now I have more of the like it's gonna happen yeah <laughs> unfortunately this yeah. is life like maybe I've, I'm in the acceptance stage <laughs> that's good though I feel like that's almost how you have to approach like new year's goals and yeah. stuff it's like you can make all these goals and that's great and obviously it's nice to remind yourself of those probably like throughout the year of like what did you want your priorities to be like but probably there's a high likelihood that your priorities are going to shift yeah, exactly. the year as you like learn more and as things happen and that's like completely yeah. fine so if you're listening to this also like that's that's just like what life is right and it's also time is very arbitrary like just because our calendar says that the 31st is like the end of the yeah. year I mean I love it I love like ending of chapters and beginnings of new ones I feel like they're very like exciting yeah. and but that was definitely like a key theme last year I think was realizing that Mm. yeah okay it's the end of the year but the goals can still like you can still continue with the same goals or like it's it's not exactly not like the year ends and that's it you know like you'll take whatever learn you learned and whatever you want to continue to grow with you in the next year okay so the first question we had or I had in my notes was if the energy of your past year could be encapsulated by one word what would that be and for 2023 I had wanted because we also always do like what 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 is going to be your word of the year what do you want it to be and I had put I wanted it to be connection 
so I meant like connection to myself connection yeah. to others connection to like podcast work etc and I definitely connected with people this connection. year <laughs> successful <laughs> <coughs> but I, d- I don't think it was like the main theme no. of the year <coughs> same girl <laughs> we're gonna have to edit this episode <laughs> Um, I would say the energy of this past year has been changed. And I feel like that's, like, throughout everyone I know, to be honest. Like, I I think we said this in the past episode, right? Where it's, like, every single person in, like, my girls' WhatsApp group in London all got new jobs. Like, are all leaving the year with a different job than they entered it with. Yeah, that's crazy. So many people I know have, like, something significant has changed in their life. I don't know what was going on in 2023. <laughs> um, but stuff has been ch- stuff has been changing, and I mean, obviously for me, it's probably the like I think you guys all know I moved countries. That's such big changes. I changed jobs. You moved in with I... your long boyfriend. Yes, yeah. So changes, changes. It's so cute. Could I just say because I was listening to the episode last night, you were so cute. You were just like. My goal for 2023 is to, like, end long distance with Marco. And you're like, I, I want to live with him. It's just been too hard being away from him. And, like, listening back to it now, knowing that you guys, like, live together in an apartment is so <laughs> sweet. I fucking love it. Oh, I definitely I would have described your year as change. Like, before you said I was like, yeah, 2023 <laughs> for you was change. <laughs> change with a capital C. Capital what everything. About you? Capital C. <laughs> H-A-N-G-E. Um... So my word for 2022 was um you mean 2023? Sorry. Or 20- my 2022 word for 2023. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was um wholesome with new experiences and then I had like stillness and <laughs> boundaries in a safe space, which lol um it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was wholesome. If we're gonna be real. It was not wholesome at all. Um, my word for twenty twenty three though uh, is I chose two words. I cho- definitely sees. We have a theme. I said consuming and challenging. Ooh. Those are my two words. I think that would describe twenty twenty three for me. Um, consuming elaborate please i just think a lot of things happened that like truly took all the energy in me and i think Mm. i was essentially i was consumed by a lot of what happened this year i'll go into it in details i'm sure um in a bit but um honestly it felt like a divide like the first half of the year was like okay just she's just chilling through it like everything's fine and then a massive shift in the second half of the year where just like so much shit happened like it really i feel like this year made yeah. me realize that <laughs> like life is hard <laughs> life is not easy yeah. um i guess change is a part of it as well but i think for me it was more just like okay there's a lot of challenges and how are you gonna handle what comes your way and i kind of had to just like figure yeah. it out along the way because it was out of my control <laughs> Um, but I don't want to just like focus on the negatives of this year, which is some, which is why what I struggled with when like reflecting on it, because I, mm. I do think the negatives have stuck more than the positives, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, but a lot of like good shit happened this year too. Like our podcast grew a lot. 
uh, I feel like our friendship has been really good. Like we like with friendships that I remember that being a massive like goal of mine was like to make effort mm-hmm. and see people and stuff. Now it fe- now it comes so naturally. Like I feel like I don't feel as lonely, which is good. Like I feel like I always I'm out and about doing things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you know my relationship with Ed is good. And I've my relationship with my sisters are good. Like I've gotten closer. Like me and my twin are like inseparable now. So I feel like a, a, you know a lot of good oh. has come out of whatever the challenges yeah. that have happened. Um, but definitely <clears throat> consuming and challenging are the words that I would describe. Twenty twenty three. I'm like glad it's over. To be honest. <laughs> I'm very proud of you for how you've handled everything. Thanks, girly. It was hard. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's... Yeah, it matters, like, how you get through it, you know, and how you manage yeah. things. Because also Leah knows there's, like, a few other pr- personal that stuff well. that I haven't mentioned on the podcast as well. Um, so, yeah. It's been, it's been crazy. Yeah. But I also think it's also normal that, like, in the short term, just when it's happened, it's hard to see the positives. I think if you'll be able, you know, when you look back, probably, like, a year from now on 2023, you'll more likely be able to see the good that maybe came from the experiences and what it taught you maybe more than anything. Like, I think sometimes experiences don't have an actual positive effect, but they have, you learn something from them or, like, people around you or... Yeah, I mean, I've definitely learned, like... Even if that's the only takeaway. I guess we'll go into what we've learned. But, yeah, there's de- there's definitely... I feel like you definitely... You have to go through difficult, challenging experiences to, like, know who you are in it and, like, how you handle things and how... Like, the person you want to yeah. be afterwards as well. <coughs> so, um... It's just very different than my, my recap of 2022. Mm. I was like, it was wholesome. <laughs> With <laughs> and I was like safe space and I'm like 2023 was like uh, war zone <laughs> it was not a fucking space safe space um, but yeah my god I told I, I warned <sighs> Leo I was like this is supposed to be a cute episode but it's, it's not that's just laugh, just laugh baby okay what were our big wins this year okay I already mentioned most of mine like quitting my job was a big one I'd been in my past job for like four years so or even over four years and I think I was so emotionally entangled with the company um what I had achieved there even like associating myself with like my job or like identifying myself with it and then getting a new job in a new company was obviously I mean that was a win in itself just like managing to get a new job um when I wanted it and it it just came to me at the perfect time and it allows me to do exactly what I want to do. So it's kind of perfect. But that was that was really interesting. Then obviously, you know, long distance ending it, moving in with Marco. We moved in September. So it's Big been win. like three months now. And I moved to Amsterdam. And my my other big win, I would but that's kind of like a joint win. I just think I'm really proud of like what we've done with the podcast this year. It was, like, the first year we got, like, some type of sponsorship. We've been able to run ads. Our book club has grown quite a bit. We got to, like, go to Spotify. We recorded an episode in Spotify Studios. I feel like our podcast is still very small, but it's just, like, you know, I feel like we've we've done cool things with it this year, and I'm, I'm proud of yeah. us. So. Cute. That, those, those are my Cute. wins. 
What about you? I have similar wins. I so <laughs> the first one is podcast growth and the fact that we've monetized the podcast. I feel like that's a big win. Cause yeah. like by monetize we say like a couple of quid uh, no like. this is the thing though it's not even that much money but for us like we did it for two years without making anything so for us it's kind of yeah. funny like obviously Leah works in the industry so she sees how much people actually get paid for this shit and then there's Leah and I being like oh my god made 200 quid this year baby like and we're like oh my god money like it, because it's not about the money but it's like a cool thing to be able to see and honestly all the money that we get which is not that much we're putting back into the podcast so it's not it's not a sustainable source of income yeah. but it's cool for us <laughs> to see that like yeah it's like a good like we're we're able to maybe invest more into the podcast so we're like yes we can actually maybe yeah. try more try do more things with it like it's a cool cool thing and something to be proud yeah. of because not everyone can monetize their podcast. So I think definitely a big win for this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so funny. Um, I also got a promotion at work. Woo! Which is good. Because last year I was like, I didn't get a promotion, but I want to. And now I'm like, I got it, baby. Woo! Um, so that's good. That's so cool. I think, I don't think I'll get one this year, like next year or anything, but um still like a good accomplishment I feel like I'm more work isn't as much of a challenge I guess maybe that's a good thing like I feel Mm -hmm. I definitely feel confident in what I do and yeah a good a good accomplishment um one of the big wins I said is that I've just I made it through challenging months that's a big win for me like I'm Mm -hmm. here that's good (laughs) um and then one of the big wins, which was one of my resolutions that I wanted to do, was that I did therapy at the beginning of the year, which in... That's a really I big know, win. Which in the, in the beginning of the last episode, I said, in last year's episode, I was like, I'll probably not do this, but I'm going to say it just just in case I do do it. And then I literally, like, I think a couple of months after the episode, I like... No, not a couple of months, a couple of weeks. Um, I didn't do it as long as I probably wanted to, but again, priorities definitely shifted. And I think even if I were to, yeah. like, continue therapy, it will be for different reasons now. Um, mm. But definitely, like, a good experience to, for me to learn that it's not as scary as I had made it seem. Um, and, like, you really have to just want it for yourself to do it. So I feel like that was definitely um, a big win. <laughs> question small wins okay actually should i i'll start this in in my 2022 wins my small wins were that i pushed myself out of my comfort zone in terms of socializing which again not (laughs) is not a priority now at all so i guess that's good um and then the second one is i opened up more about myself um and my struggles to my friends which again i feel like i don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about as much like i'm never questioning that aspect anymore um which is really good but in terms of my small wins this year the first one is I said I'm in my reading era so yeah I've read a lot more and I also like ventured out into different genres um and also explored some books by myself which I'm proud of like I've kind of trusted like okay I'm gonna find this book and read it by myself which is probably I mean it's a small win 
But I'm enjoying that I'm in my reading era, so that's a win, and I hope to keep it up. Um, my second small win is that I had a pool holiday with friends, which is with Leo and Marco, um, which Ooh. I definitely would have avoided. That would have not been something mm. I would have done, but I did it, so check done (laughs) and then my third small win was that I tapped into my creative side a little bit by getting into digital art so I think that was again one of my goals was like to try to do something creative um so I had fun with that I like treated myself to an iPad and I got into art which is fun and I, I think that's maybe helped a lot actually with like an activity to do that's kind of therapeutic in itself um Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are my small wins. What I love it. You? Those are good wins. I love small wins, potentially even more than I love big no, same. wins. Because they feel like more. <laughs> it's if it, whatever you categorize as a small win is like so cute, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my small win. Um, the first one would be cutting my hair. Ooh. Because I cut my hair like at the beginning of the year for the first time. And I was like a long hair girly like all my life. And that was quite a big thing. Basically, if you don't know what we look like, I had like... <laughs> Describe our physical appearances. <laughs> <laughs> like hair up to my like mid to below my boobs. I would you had say. long hair. Always. You were that, we were long hair. Yeah. And then beginning of the year, I cut them to like beneath my collarbone. So that was like quite a drastic change. And... Then, just a couple months ago, I cut them again, like, to above my shoulder. So, I still don't know, like, you know, I'm, I think I'm probably going to stay in, like, the shorter arena. I don't know if I'm, like, going to cut them again. Like, I don't know, but that was just such a fun thing to do. Like, I think it really made me more confident. I don't know, I feel like cutting your hair is, like, liberating. It's, you, you change yeah. physically, you know, yeah. so much. And it was fun to experiment and to, to prove that, like, it's not that big of a deal like you can change things and like it grows back and you might probably like it and you might not and then you know you'd grow it now again, that i see I just you think... with short hair though i can't i like look back at long hair pictures <laughs> and i'm like who is this person like you i know it's so, so strange well. also you're the living proof Thank as well you. that once you cut your hair short you keep going shorter and shorter <laughs> i know um i was definitely inspired by like two of my friends who cut their hair as well and it just looked so good and i was like okay maybe i can do maybe this I can shorter. so i'm the opposite though i yeah. regret cutting my hair i'm like i miss my long hair. really well, i don't regret it like i think i needed to get rid of it but at the same your hair is still quite long yeah uh, your hair is like it's grown now though so i think now it's at the stage where i'm like it's not really short Mm. or long so i'm like i'm I'm waiting for it to go long again i think i i think i definitely suit longer hair better than shorter hair or or at least like i feel more comfortable i think with longer hair yeah i think that's also something like what you feel more like yourself in and confident okay what else what else i think (laughs) the the book thing definitely has been a big theme. Like, I think the podcast knows that I've always loved reading. Like, it's it's always been and will forever be such a big part of my life. And But I really think I expanded my comfort zone in terms of reading this year as well. And I remember last year, one of my goals was to, like, read more classics and everything. I definitely didn't read as many classics as I wanted to. But I did, I did read a couple of classics, like Catcher in the Rye, Pride and Prejudice... But in, I think more than that, I just pushed myself to read a bit more complex books, yeah. like even if they're newer ones, and just wasn't afraid of delving into books 
that weren't you know just just romance or fantasy which are kind of like my comfort genres I would say yeah. uh they're kind of books where I know I'm gonna very much in like in the past would very much enjoy them and I still do enjoy them but I definitely think that I've been reading different types of book this year I've really enjoyed them I feel like they've just left such a lasting impact with me and those are like my favorite books from this year I'm reading a book right now which I'm like 70% in so says my kindle because I've now got a kindle oh my god it tells you Christmas <laughs> yeah it tells you like what percentage you're in and I'm 70% into the book so I'm reading Just Kids by Patty Smith yeah. which I I don't know it was just like I've been seeing it online and I was like okay let me give this a try and I love it I already know I, it's one of my favorite books this year and I haven't even finished it it's so inspirational and just like such a such a mood I don't know how to describe it like she it's a memoir about like Patty Smith's kind of life in the 60s and 70s. Okay, we should read with this her as our January book club. It's really good. It's it's a lot of like, I don't know, it's it's New York in the, you know, late 60s, 70s yeah. with all of these iconic people in the art scene, the the music scene and it's just incredible. I feel like it's but also dark, you know? It's like it's not glamorous. Yeah. It's fame was very different to what it is now, and I think it's so cool for me to read about it. Anyways, that nothing to do with my school win. Anyways, I've, I've been loving pushing myself out of my comfort zone <laughs> reading wise. I read sixty one books. That is this crazy. Year. Yeah, this is my sixty second. I think I'm definitely going to finish it. <laughs> I did. I think my goal was fifty. Fifty. Yeah. yeah. So I I read twenty more books that than last crazy. year. So I'm I'm proud. I'm proud of myself. And then um, mine, again, similar to you, I would say like feeling good in a bikini on holiday and all of this. I think I had a couple of, yeah, I think I had two big like summer bikini holidays. Obviously one with you and Jordan. And then I went to Ventura with like a bigger group. And it just, yeah, it wasn't that much of an, it just wasn't that much of an issue. It was just more of a side component, yeah. you know, versus I think in the past it would have been a main fixation. And I think that's why I'm like so proud of really us. I, I feel like it's definitely become like a small thing. Yeah. Whereas I think us in the beginning, like body image was such a big topic that we would talk to each mm-hmm. other about. And now we're just like living life and mm-hmm. it's not yeah. that big of a thing, which is so good. Maybe that's, I hope that's also like growing up, you know, where yeah. you realize it's not as much of an issue or a topic as it needs yeah to be yeah <laughs> and you don't have to let it take over your whole life and then these are like more some like hobby wise things um but improving my italian that's not really a hobby but you know what i mean i actually read that was also a resolution that, that i goals, definitely did yeah. i'm now at a b1 level so if that tells you anything means, but, oh my god congrats <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely have had like conversations in Italian now. I've been, I'm able to like follow things better. That's insane. I watched, so that's that's cool. I I learned to play chess. I'm like absolute beginner, 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 chess beginner. Really. But at least like I I now know kind of how to play it, which is more than I could have said yeah. last year. And I also went to my first acting class, which I never went back to again because <laughs> actually I then didn't have any time in London. But I'm still proud that, yeah. like, I just pushed myself out of my comfort zone and I yeah. did it, so. Do you, would you, do, yeah. would you pick it back up in Amsterdam, do you think? 
maybe <laughs> never say never okay yeah i i'm not like feeling the craving probably as much yeah as i did i think earlier but this you got year. It out of your system like you did it and then yeah it's not like it's yeah. you didn't try which is why you're stopping you're just like okay yeah maybe i will again and i definitely think i want to find actually that's not one of my resolutions but i probably want to find some type of community because i don't work with a community physically because i work remotely so i think definitely i'm gonna have to find whether it's like a co-working space or some type of like permanent class that i join you know that has a bit more of like a community feel but i don't know i don't know okay let's get into the challenging part of the the challenges of this year (laughs) so excited to talk about it okay Ukar, let's start with you. Do you, want me, do you want me to start? Okay. Yeah, your challenges this year and what did you learn from them? Okay. So, I did want to mention my challenge of 2022, which was, mm-hmm. which was also my challenge of 2021, which is interesting because I like carried it through the year. Um, and I said, uh, navigating happiness and contentment through materialistic and superficial goals when it actually comes from a deeper level of self-love. Mm. Um... That's it's good. a crazy. It's a good one. It was crazy to me to like look back at that, and I'm like, I wish that that was my challenge this year. <laughs> but yeah. more just like, because I remember thinking like, oh, if I get the promotion, if I get the job, if I get the house, if I get the apartment, mm. um, I'll be happy. And then I had to just realize that no, like that doesn't matter. You need to feel contentment mm-hmm. in whatever aspect of life you're in. Um, but this year. I would I would actually say that this year is probably one of the has been the hardest year probably of my life ever. Um mm. people probably already know, but my dad was diagnosed with cancer at the beginning of June. And it honestly just mm. like completely like consumed and altered how this year should have went or like how I wanted it to go. Cuz I just had to go home for an, an extended period of time, kind of had to pause the podcast for a while I think it was like six weeks of me not doing the podcast um had to just have like really tough conversations with family and like navigate what life was gonna look like and like my dad had to go through surgery and that also completely changed his life like the person he was pre-surgery is not who he is post-surgery like it's it was a life altering surgery um Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of like complications and and fear and and anxiety. Like I still, my dad's not been feeling well the past few days, and I've been on like proper alert, like anxious mode, <laughs> um, which yeah. can be very annoying actually for him because he's like, I'm fine. Like, do I look like I'm dying? And we're just like, no, we're just worried about you. Um, <laughs> so I think the main lessons that I've learned from that experience is that one, our health is truly fleeting. Like anything can happen. Um, like honestly, if you told me at the beginning of if if someone told me last year like this was what the main focus of this year was gonna be about, I would have been like, no, no way, like, whatever. But and honestly, anything yeah. can happen, and and that's quite a scary yeah. thought. But it also, um, reminds me that like life truly is like precious and fleeting, and there's a lot of things we don't have control over. And I think, uh, just being grateful for what we have. Like I think I was putting so much. And I don't know if this is because I'm, like, going through something really difficult now, which makes, like, the other problems seem less, mm-hmm. less, I don't know, less consuming, again, that word. But 
I like look back at last year and I'm like I was still so unhappy and but it, but if I could go back and tell myself like you have a healthy family like everything's fine you know like just think my priorities I think in terms of like what would make me happy have changed which is really cr- and not yeah. to say that that wasn't important like you don't have to be going through a crazy like shit experience and that it's the only way you're allowed to like not be happy or like feel challenged or whatever like that's not what I'm trying to say it's more just like I wish I could go back and tell her like me a year ago like be grateful <laughs> like there's a lot of good yeah in your life um and a lot of things that you don't have to worry about which is such a like privileged and like lucky position to be in but again everyone goes through different experiences and I don't want like one big thing to take away from any other experience it's more just like looking back and realizing how much can change Mm. um but there's always like something good um or like positive to think of from so like for example I'm very lucky that like everything's kind of settle down and calm down a little bit like that could have definitely not been the alternative you know so also like being grateful for I think just like realizing that like there will be hardships and having to be grateful for or just like appreciative of whatever outcome comes from that hardship or like realizing that there's a reason for everything um and lessons to be learned so I think for me that's just like the main lesson this year is like also how important health is I think I'm I'm a bit scared now and I'm like I don't I it's to be able to take care of your body is actually such a powerful thing and we have Mm -hmm. we actually as much as we don't have control over things we do have the ability to like ensure at least some part of our health and if we can do that then why not like let's prioritize being nice to our bodies (laughs) um yeah also the other challenge was that there's been a war (laughs) really close to home um, yeah. which has also been a very, very difficult experience to be a bystander of. I feel like I've just been like witnessing mm-hmm. something and not having, not feeling like I have any power over the outcome, which has been a really, it's, we, we did an episode on like the duality of life this year. And I definitely think yeah. that's been the biggest like living proof for me of the duality of life. Like we're supposed to just carry on with our day to day and the good that comes with the world whilst knowing that there's a lot of like bad and um darkness as well and like it's been a challenge for me to be comfortable with both you know like with mm-hmm. with accepting that you're allowed to be happy even though or like you're allowed to work and like enjoy the small little details of everyday life whilst not feeling guilty that you know other people can't experience those things I think a lot of my mm. days were, I was like, oh, but what makes me different? Like, I was telling Leah, like, I'm not special. Why am I, you know, like, trying, and obviously, like, making it about me, which is, again, it's like, don't do that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, I think the big lesson, I guess, is, I don't, I wouldn't say I have a lesson about the war aspect of things, but I definitely realized, like, how complex human nature is and how complex the world is. And if we can, try make our lives the best it could be then I think that should just be our priority I think like mm. yeah but then so it's really interesting to think about how I've had such little time this year to think about my relationship with myself which has always been a priority <laughs> and I wouldn't say that I neglected mm. it but it's just not like everything else has become a bigger thing 
um so maybe i maybe i should kind of check in with like how i'm feeling but honestly the hardships have also i think like realizing how i coped with it even though it wasn't all pretty like i think there were bad moments but yeah i think i'm like quite proud of myself how i handled everything and ready to fight whatever comes in 2024 (laughs) (laughs) cars in i'm in alert fight i'm like fight or flight mode (laughs) yeah it's it's a bit weird you know like the challenges are quite difficult this year so it's not yeah not as easy to learn lessons from them i think just like or realizing that life is this is i guess what life is the good the bad yeah, and just trying to get through it, and that's okay. No, even even if you have good days or bad days, it's like everyone's trying to do their best. I think at the end of the day. So, yeah. Sorry, really deep. Can you <laughs> can you give us your challenges of this year? Yeah, I think it's interesting what you were saying about the duality of life because I think this is also the first year that like again conflicts and war was closer than like ever I think that's also comes with age again like just realizing more and being more aware probably also the internet like how prevalent images are yeah it's so and weird we had like two two really big conflicts that felt very close to like both yeah. of us whether it was like physically or emotionally yeah so yeah and even even just navigating it in terms of like I think this was the first time that we potentially had also some responsibility to like talk about it in a specific way and I think that was also interesting but also real I don't know it's just, that's been oh definitely a challenge I definitely also had some moments of I think it's interesting and even yesterday we were watching we were watching a series which is actually really good I can recommend it it's called Murder at the End of the World Ooh. on Disney Plus and they talk a lot about like climate crisis as well and even that just like thinking about how we actually don't know whether even this planet or like humans on this planet are gonna survive like yeah. And then you're trying to make plans for like having kids and it's like, well, are are you even going to survive know. until 80? And and I don't know, or are just the uber rich going to survive in some fucking bunkers? Yeah. Are the rich going to travel to Mars and leave us all here to die? Yeah, I don't know. But then again, it's it's just there's no point in thinking about these yeah. things too deeply almost because no. we as individuals can't control or change them to like obviously we have little actions that we can take but in the grand scheme of things we can't control the course of actions which are happening on like a grander scale like politically economically and the thing that we do have control over is like our mind that's like the only thing and like how we look at life and I even just reading this book by Patti Smith, which is just like the wildness, the craziness of the 70s and 60s almost makes me want to just live my life a bit more like that. Just like more spontaneous, just enjoying the everyday. Like you don't know how long you're going to live. Like you don't know. You just have to take each life, each day as it comes and enjoy life for what it is and everything that comes with it. I think that's why like problems weren't as... Like, I think we're definitely a generation of, like, overthinkers and stuff because we we have the privilege of, like, mm. not having to worry that this is the last year or, like, whatever, you know? Because, like, especially, well, not everyone, but you know what I mean? Like, as a greater society, I think yeah. that's not as big of a struggle. And we know that we're a lot of us are going to live till we're 80 and 90, whereas in the past, if you were, if you lived up to 30, that was, like, incredible, you know? So I think people just had such yeah. a different mindset of live every day 
as it comes like enjoy the spontane spontaneity <laughs> i don't know how to say it um and that's maybe a lesson we can take actually from that as well like it really yeah even no no i was done even what you were saying in terms of you just didn't have as much time to like think about your relationship to yourself this year and maybe again that's almost good because i think you know in that like maslow's hierarchy of needs like the last pillar is like i don't know exactly what it's called but it's like self some connection to yourself whatever obviously i think that's super important like reflection connecting with yourself checking in with yourself all of those things that we like talk about a lot even on the podcast um but I also think again when like big things happen like happen in your life or again in in the world and like it just makes that less of a priority the, the priorities definitely yeah yeah and as soon as I think almost things basic things that you take for granted yeah go away you realize how non-essential some of the other bits are that you in the moment where you have all those things think are essential and or think are things that you want or will make you so happy etc and it's a bit of a like a interesting mind shift um and you only realize it i think once you go through it because i think even if people told me like a couple of years ago not that this would happen but just that that worrying about the way i look 24 7 or or little things like that if someone told me that that's literally the smallest thing to worry about i would have probably gotten Mm. defensive and been like but it consumes me and my mind is whatever you know and but you have to kind of just go through it to realize that that yeah in in this moment that's not gonna be a priority and that's fine you know or or probably the better alternative (laughs) honestly yeah to some extent it's just interesting also i also don't quite know like what exactly the learning is but it's just like yeah yeah um okay my challenges otherwise I you know what I didn't obviously had I'm so grateful that I didn't have as bad of an experience as you did with like family sickness or anything like my family's healthy yeah but that doesn't but that doesn't take away from like any challenges that I I don't want you to feel like because my year was shitty that doesn't mean that your (laughs) like your challenges or any less important or valuable you yeah know? you shouldn't feel like that no no I know but I I also I think I just had some like experience with like my own physical health as well which again weren't as super drastic or anything like that but just where my physical health impacted my day-to-day ability to just like do my mm-hmm. life and and even going through your experience as like a second-hand person like as a person close to you I think definitely I think I learned some lessons through the periphery in terms of how important health yeah. is and just like appreciating what our body is able to do and listening to what it's really telling you before it's too late yeah. um I think other challenges I mean I think in the first part of the year it was definitely just like the hecticness of handling long distance whilst like trying to manage life in London job social life podcast blah blah blah, blah. like just like all of the moving parts and feeling like you know I'm not doing things I'm not doing any of the elements good enough. There is never enough time. Um, And I think, again, mindset is really important. And I I feel like I'm a person that gets very easily overwhelmed, I think, and just, like, stressed out by things that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I definitely, that's just, like, a continuous, I think, thing that I have to work on and just be a bit more 
just like accepting of things that come and just like surrendering to it and be like you know what it's just I think I really try and fixate on like I want to do all of these things perfectly or I I have this specific plan for like a day or a week and or you know plan for how I'm gonna feel throughout doing those things and then I get frustrated when I when things don't happen as they are and then I you know that almost makes me feel more overwhelmed than I actually need to be yeah and then obviously I moved to a new city and settling in definitely has also been like a challenge I think it's just interesting because I think in retrospect and I we maybe already spoke about this on the podcast but in retrospect like looking back at my move to England seven years ago I think I def I mean also I was a lot younger Mm -hmm. like I was 18 when I moved and I think I definitely also kind of blocked out some of like the more negative experience in that time and in retrospect only remember like the highs and everything good that came with it and everything so I think it's definitely been really interesting to move to a new city, not having like an inbuilt circle as well. Like, you know, when you move for um, uni or a new job with like a grad scheme, which is what I did for London, you have like an immediate circle of people that like you can connect to and you might not connect to everyone or to many people, but at least you have something Mm -hmm. to kind of feed your social battery and energy. And that's been really interesting not to have. Yeah. And it's also really taught me the value of like how much I value the connections that I do have and how important they are. Like I remembered like then when I'd have visitors of people that like, you know, I know, I love, I trust, I feel myself with just how different like my attitude was, like my confidence, all of that and like how important that is for me to have those social connections that aren't just my relationship like my relationship is incredible and I'm really proud of us yeah but I also think I really need my female friends I miss my family probably more than I realized in London again because they had like so many friendships that were otherwise like stimulating as well and I think I don't see that as like a bad thing that I'm still like building that up here it's just like a good learning to again appreciate what I do have you know And realizing that those friendships aren't just like gone away because I've moved to a different place. And yeah, I just, I think it's a really, it's been a challenge to also just like, again, not be swayed by like the materialistic aspect of things. Like I think when I moved here, I really wanted to, you know, have a new wardrobe to like fit into this new life. Like, I don't know, just lots of external things that I thought would help me settle into a city. and I think I've really realized that that doesn't do shit (laughs) and I just need to stay true to like who I am yeah and yeah just just stay who I am within the city and find the people who I really feel comfortable with and trust my gut instinct with it and overall just really stopping to focus on like the negative like the lacking mindset what do I not have versus yeah you know again what you were saying like we have so much I have so much I'm so grateful yeah and I think that just can very easily get sucked up by I love that other stuff like getting rid of the lack of mindset versus yeah I think it's called like the scarcity mindset or something I definitely did not make that up (laughs) oh my god you're so profound (laughs) you should definitely be proud of this year like also you like going through such a big change and also by the way moving isn't as easy as it as e- I mean 
<laughs> you, you went through a lot of challenges with like the logistics side of things as well and like being able to still yeah. kind of navigate that with the massive change and meeting new people and having living with Marco for the first time and then getting a job and stuff like you, it was a lot like <laughs> you've, you've gone through a lot this year and it's like really honestly amazing to see how like you kind of just like went through it as well like I feel like you've you always had a positive mindset as well through it all you know whereas I know you said like you you want things to be perf- perfect and you get annoyed and stressed but I, st- I really don't think you it's as bad as you think it is you know because I feel like there's a lot of things <laughs> that I I can imagine were really really stressful but I feel like you navigated it really like having to go to a random town to try get a <laughs> whatever visa <laughs> or whatever it was um yeah, I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit for, like, how challenging this year was, you know? And, like, how well Thank you've you. done it and where you are now. And, yeah, oh. you should be very proud of yourself. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's also made me realize, though, because I think I did get quite... I did get stressed in the moment of, like, certain logistical elements of, like, registering and was I going to be able to or tax, like, because I'm freelance for the first time, all these things. And, again, looking back on, like it just wasn't that big of an a deal as I thought it was going to be. Like, everything works itself yeah. out and things aren't, like... I think I'm very much... I want to have, like, a solution immediately. I want to have, like, an immediate fix. I want to work on it straight away. Otherwise, it occupies my mind. Yeah. And I think just... Yeah, again, I just need to release a bit of that, like, control and just go through the motions, realize it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to work itself out eventually. If it takes a bit longer, that's okay. If you have to, you know, go through some struggles to get there, that's yeah. okay. Like, because even well, like just moving like and like adult life, like completely shifting your social group and having to move somewhere mm. as well is so hard. Like a lot of people that can really affect them in a way where I think they feel truly isolated and then it makes it actually harder for them to put themselves out there and stuff. Like, it wasn't an easy thing to ha- to have to move countries and um, almost like, it's like trial, you know, like testing, like, let me meet this person, do we click? Let me, you know, like, yeah. you really have to put yourself out there, which not a lot of people do, you know? So again, that's incredible. Again, I really realized though how much of my, I think, identity <coughs> I had come from like, my friends and my job yeah and both of those things obviously <clears throat> oh my god I've got like mucus <laughs> in my throat much <laughs> is interesting just interesting interesting year but yeah I am proud and I'm really really proud that actually you know living with Marco has not been the challenge yeah you know that's it feels like the easiest thing in the world and we're like I yeah I just feel like we're so strong together and I'm really proud of that and I think if you get through long distance to my long distance people out there my peeps it really just builds my peeps I just it just I think it just builds the most incredible foundation if you get through it because you have to build so much trust and appreciation for each other and I don't yeah we've definitely it that just sticks in like the day-to-day okay so this I guess we've kind of already kind of talked about but maybe we can like quickly go through it just summarize yeah yeah what are three things we've learned oh Ta-da. is it three I've done four oops oh I mean <laughs> I, think I, I think I did this last year too I think I added one for <laughs> me I don't know why um I'm gonna quickly go through them I think my first like massive learning 
2023 is that there is a lot to be grateful for in a world that is so complex um mm. second thing is anything can happen as much as you think you have control there are things that are untouchable the third thing is that healing is not linear and it's okay to have moments where you're not okay i think allow yourself to feel everything that's what makes us human um you know feel the good feel the bad let yourself if you're if you're having a bad day have a bad day like just feel those feelings um i also learned that uh having a strong foundation of people in your life when you're going through something that's very traumatic is so pivotal i think in healing because i think if i didn't have those people to talk to it would have been a much harder experience um and then the last thing is that it's okay to choose yourself sometimes and set boundaries for what you think you deserve and how you want to be treated and i don't think you should ever accept less than what you deserve so those are my learnings for this year preach (laughs) it's interesting because wasn't your resolution or like your your goals for this year also like around boundary setting one of them yeah so it's it's good you clearly I know what I deserve now. Put it into practice. Yeah, as much as yeah, I don't... That's good. As much as I didn't think of myself, I think I've learned, like, almost, like, the, the energy that I want to bring into my life and all the negatives mm. I want to just get rid of and push away. And I don't want to accept anything that is negative because there's enough bad in the world. I'm not going to add negativity into my life, you know, when I don't have to. Yeah. So. Yeah. What about you? You know what? One other thing I wanted to yeah. say from like the challenges, because I remember last year, and I think probably for twenty twenty one, it was the same, or twenty twenty, yeah, yeah twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, um, that like my past was a big issue, and me kind of dealing with my past, it coming like back to haunt me almost, mm-hmm. and it really impacting my present and my future, and that I'm really proud of this year. I think it's, I, kind of had like a moment beginning of the year where I really confronted one aspect of my past and I remember I had like a really long conversation with like an old friend of mine and I think that was kind of like almost probably not the last of it but it was definitely like probably the the biggest remaining chunk of things that I felt were still like unaddressed and were still like you know ruminating in my mind and I'm proud that that's not like a key challenge this year because it has been for such a long time Mm -hmm. like me and it's interesting because I actually dreamt about it like almost in a weird way like my past um tonight Mm -hmm. but I didn't wake up feeling like anxious about it or anything it's just I think I've I'm more and more just coming to accept it and it's just part of my story and I'm sure again I don't think stuff is linear you know maybe there'll be moments in the future where things will come back up but I think I'm I'm overall quite proud of that things I've learned um first thing I've written down is you create your own reality and just again what we were already saying like focus on what you have versus what you don't have and remembering what's important I really haven't written these down very well by the way (laughs) (laughs) and I the second learning creating a new home takes time and that's okay and then don't forget the home you came from though in brackets (laughs) and I think for me that's kind of like the two homes you know I want to like build a new home whilst not forgetting the places that have shaped me and remembering to like almost go back to 
my roots and honoring those connections and I think I've been really bad for a long time now at like communicating with people like messaging people back and everything I don't know why it's just really difficult for me apart from like a very I think I and it's probably because it's not very natural for people to be communicating with like however many people we're able to communicate nowadays on like a day-to-day basis yeah but I definitely you know want to kind of make that a bit more of a focus and then I've just written down kindness and an open heart will always circle back around and I I kind of was taking that from like two things one just like observing people around me that I really admire and I think the people I admire the most are the people who are just so kind and so selfless and seeing how like happy and grateful that makes other people around them in their presence and like the impact that they make and not only like seeing that in friends but also I think in family I've got a couple of people that I really look up to which I just really, I I was thinking I just want to apply that more to my life and almost think like, what would X person do? You know, how would X person react to, again, and I think especially me, like, this is like such a silly small thing, but me hosting more, right? Me having more guests in my home. I think I'm quite like particular about certain Mm -hmm. things and like particular about like my space and everything like that. And again, witnessing how, for example, other people make their guests feel when they come into their home and what makes people feel invited versus like, almost like a bit more unwanted or on Mm. edge and what type of person do I want to be you know and I think that's really something that I've been just observing (laughs) around me and I really want to make more of a focus like to be as kind as I can be and yeah I really want to make that a priority and I also think like again just being open-minded and even just like the smallest things of like having making the effort to have conversations with people I think that's really paid off already this year. Like I've had a couple of instances where just because I've made the effort to ask about someone's day or someone's time or had like a little bit of like personal conversation, like really cool connections have stemmed from it and like cool opportunities have come out of it, even though that was never the goal in the first place. And I think that's just an interesting learning and just, yeah, it always pays off. Um to be kind so most basic learning ever (laughs) okay what do you want to leave behind from this past year okay definitely something I want to leave behind is um anger and it's a good one um like holding grudges I think I want, I really want to have more forgiveness in my heart. I think it will make my life easier and those around me as well. Um, yeah, I just want to, I want to leave behind like all the negative feelings that I've felt this year and just like, obviously I'm not going to forget them, but just try not let them affect me as much as I think maybe they did this year. Um, and just try to do everything with love in my heart instead of anger and maybe sadness. That's a good, that's a good objective. <laughs> just let go of all the negative emotions. <laughs> it's, it's like similar in our next episode because my intentions are around like just having kindness in my heart. Um, it's like we, we did like a fortune cookies yesterday. Did you? And the one my friend got, the, the thing said, be... What was it? It was like, 
be more optimistic and enthusiastic. It will make you more positive. It's like, great, thanks for this <laughs> deep advice. No shit. It's like when people say don't be stressed. You're like, whoa, how did I not think of that? <laughs> Thank you so um, much. Thank you for fucking nothing. Um, thanks for nothing. <laughs> what do I want to leave behind? Again, I feel like I've touched on quite a bit of this already. I definitely want to see my family more. So I guess I want to let go of not seeing my family as often as I'd like to. <laughs> and I've written down unjustified self-criticism because I think it's good to be critical of myself when I'm engaging in actions that are damaging or, you know, you know, sometimes you just have to give yourself a fucking kick in the ass and be like, grow the fuck up or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes yeah. I engage in it and I think we all do, unjustifiably. I don't know if that's like the correct adverb to use. But where it's (laughs) not constructive, it's not helpful, it's not based on anything and it's just hindering to me and people around me. And it's just boring. So fuck that. In the bin. Love it. In the bin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess that's it from us this year. Yes, and um, here's all the voice notes we got of all the lessons you've learned yes. in 2023. Over to you guys. And we will put the questions that we answered in the show notes so that you yeah. can also use them as journal prompts and go through the same exercise. Because honestly, yes. highly worth it. Can recommend. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye, guys. I've been asked many times this year how do I manage to do so many things to be here and there and do just everything and so the answer to this question and also what I've learned this year is that do what you love and what fulfills you and then you not only give the energy to work or whatever and and put everything what you have into it but you also get it back you get back this positive energy and it drives you to do even more so everything what you do just choose it choose it very carefully and then you will see that you won't be exhausted by the end of the day because on on the daily basis I do I choose what I will be doing and then I come home and I'm so happy to do even more and this is what I love and this is what his life is about so yeah this is what I've learned this year and thank you hello girls and merry christmas and I hope you're having an amazing end to 2023 for me personally it's been a year full of changes and and amazing things and uh, uncertainty at times but I think my main takeaway is um to always trust my intuition and I've realized that this gut feeling that we get when we're meant to, you know, make a decision or um, or a big choice comes in life is sort of like a compass for where you're sort of meant to be heading. And I think each of us has our our path in life. And and yeah, this intuition is is a good teller for what the best decision is for you and 
following it this year has led me to really amazing, amazing things that were really not expected. And I'm going to keep doing it because every time I haven't done it in the past, it's led me to regrets. So <laughs> yeah, just listen to yourself more this 2024. <laughs> and it rhymes. Hello, Karen. Hello, Leo. So to tell you what I learned from this year, I have to tell you that this was one of the toughest years in my life because there was just so much shit going on. And one of the worst things was that my relationship came to an end. It was my first one and the first person that I loved because I made huge mistakes that I couldn't fix anymore. And then I instantly moved to another country to study where I was alone and didn't know anyone. So what I learned is that I learned about the darkest sides of my personality and I reflected a lot and I constantly try to become a better person and I also learned that or I still I'm still trying to learn that life always goes on and you have to ex accept change as it comes and yeah try to adapt to everything to become happy. Hey Karen Leo, my name is Justine and I'm from Quebec, Canada and I wanted to tell you that what I've learned this year is to appreciate how far uh, I've gotten, how far I've advanced towards my goal. Because right now I kind of feel stuck because I'm looking for a corporate type of job and I'm not really moving forward as much as I would like. And so I sometimes feel, feel a bit disappointed in myself. But then I decided this year to... Um, to have a wall full of sticker notes with everything that I'm grateful for and when I feel down or I feel I have like my confidence is very low I look at a wall and I see how far I've gotten how many things that I've done that I would have never thought I would do and then it kind of makes me proud of how far I, I have gotten and then just to know that Team me would be really, really proud of where I am, living my dream, even though it may seem to be a little bit slow. But I feel like this is a really great thing that I've learned in 2023 and I will bring on in 2024. I also wanted to thank you all for the podcast because I really, really enjoy it. And I really like, i a bit similar in a similar situation to yours in between in being in like my mid-20s. And now I'm searching for a job, but I've done similar studies to yours as well. And it's nice to be like I'm not the only one in this situation. And I feel like I'm less alone knowing that you're going through things that I'm going through as well, questioning your life. So that's really helpful. And I hope that you continue with this podcast. Thanks. I would say I've realized even more how fragile life is you know with so much war around us you appreciate a good day more and um well that's really it happy new year cara and leo it might have taken the whole year but i've learned that i need to take care of me and be patient with myself not to compare myself to others so much and to just live and experience my life on my own terms I also really need to start listening to my body and my feelings in order to be happy and to be healthy. 
you've helped me realize this, so thank you both so, so, so much. I hope you have a wonderful new year. Let's make 2024 amazing. <laughs> Hi, Cara and Leo. Hi, Match Diaries Podcast. One lesson that I've learned this year is that good things really do take time. And if you think that you've missed an opportunity, it will very likely come back around to you if it was the right thing for you. Because there are such things, right person, wrong time, right opportunity, wrong time. So you shouldn't give up hope if you think that you've missed a chance with a person or an experience because it's so likely that you'll be faced with more opportunities to pursue the same thing in the future. So please don't give up hope. You get back the energy you put out there 100%. Um, well, ideally. So you have to have faith in fate and just... <sighs> this sounds so silly. I've never been a massive believer in fate. I think that you have to advocate for yourself as well. Like, you have to work together. Um, But definitely don't give up hope and kick yourself. Like, oh, I've missed this. If it's right, it'll come back to you. Um, Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Bye. Hi, everyone. Sienny is here. 2023 was a very exciting and difficult year for me. I learned so much, but there is probably one thing uh, which I want to share with everyone listening. I live alone in another side of the world from my family, uh, in the country where I didn't know anyone when I moved. And to be honest, it would be very easy to just get stuck in my apartment being sad and lonely. But I learned how, first of all, be my own best friend. I went alone to all of the interesting events I wanted to go. I traveled a lot. <laughs> but what is important for this experience I was very open to the people around me, so I had the most memorable moments in my life when I was talking with strangers in the bars, making friends at festivals. I even met a girl during my Japan trip, and we explored half of the country together. And of course, I made their friends in the place where I live, don't worry about it. So I just hope that my experience may inspire someone who also found themselves in the similar uh, position and a little bit sad and lost right now. Love you girls and uh, thanks for being my friends when I was um, feeling lonely. Wishing everyone happy new year. Hi, uh, I just want to say that I love the podcast so much. I'm actually on the train right now. I just listened to one of the recent episodes. Um, I would say that my New Year's like tip is to just like trust your gut um definitely this year i've learned to trust my gut more and also like keep your friends close because i think that it's really like one of a kind thing to have close friends and friends that really care about you um i met a friend in the last year who's like changed my life completely redefined my definition of friendship and those people are super 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 important so like hang on to them but yeah trust your gut um keep your friends close and don't be scared to push out the push the boat out sorry and make amazing memories in 2024 bye hi cara hi leo i hope you guys are doing okay so um i wanted to share what i've learned in 2023 from your guys's podcast um so i'm actually pretty young i'm still in secondary school and i am have got a lot of exams and stuff going on and I always get very stressed when studying 
around this time of year especially and I always always listen to your guys's podcasts when I'm doing like homework or coursework or just like revising like always always listen to your podcast and it helps me focus so much and one thing about your podcast that I love so much is that when I am listening to it I feel like I have two older sisters that I can relate to so much and I think that one thing I've definitely learned is that like no matter what life throws at you like you can still be happy because I think my mental health has just been really bad at the start of the year and in 2023 I've had so much growth which I'm really happy about and I feel like the podcast played a really big part in that and you guys show that no matter what's thrown at you like everything can still be okay if you make it happen for yourself and you guys always give great advice and every time I listen I feel like it's girl talk with my two older sisters so I love you thank you so much nobody's gonna do it for you And nobody's going to do it like you. Nobody's making your decisions or finding your peace or giving you confidence. And no one's fighting for the things you believe in for you or anything like you. Nobody does anything the way that you do them. And nobody can, can do for you what you can do for you. Nobody can put you in the places that you want to be. You have to really seek those things out and... Just, I look at back on my own year and all the things I went through that were really, really hard. Things I've never had to do before. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm just so proud of who I've become on the other side. You know, after some of my worst moments, some of my lowest points, like who I am now is is most like myself. I feel the most like myself as I ever have. And I feel confident that more is coming for me in that, in that direction because I'm going to make it happen for myself. And I hope that you're doing that. Nobody's doing it for you. And nobody's doing it like you. And I love you so much. Hey, girls. So my big learning this year was definitely connecting more with my spirituality and my feminine side and really understanding what self-worth is about for myself. So I learned to actually listen to everything my body tells me, whether it's feelings or whether it's um, like a pain or something that I really listen to it, try to connect with it, try to understand where it's coming from. And I think up to now, I always try to cover it up by by distracting myself or just talking about it, complaining about it, but never really listening to it. And it was a big learning for me to understand that when I listen to it, I actually can find out what it wants to tell me <laughs> and yeah, understand myself better. So um, I think that was definitely my biggest learning this year. And I'm very thankful for it. And I hope I can pick it up next year. Hello, this is Marco from Amsterdam. And uh, one thing I've learned this year, uh, starting to live with my girlfriend, um, aka Leonie, <laughs> is the importance of avoiding turning every small and insignificant quarrel in a competition for supremacy. I believe that uh, strength lies in the ability to to be open to compromise and that's it in fact a sign of wisdom 
Uh, I think couples that last a long time are those in which one partner, doesn't matter who, taking taking one step back is two steps forward. So so yeah, I that's it. And I wish everyone a happy new year and I hope that this lesson I've learned may also be useful for someone else. Cheers. Hi Leo. Hi Kara. This is Leo as well. Um this year I learned how precious our health is. Because one moment you think you're doing fine and the next you like get a life-changing diagnosis and you're left to deal with it. Sometimes even on your own. So my lesson this year was to be patient and gracious with myself when things are kind of uncertain and don't compare myself to other people as much. You basically, you never know what anyone is going through at any given time. So just take it slow and take it day by day. One thing that I will carry on from 2023 is knowing that I will most likely get into the university of my choice because my two art finals scored in the 90s. And that was something that I was really not worried, but I was like, this matters the most to me. And if it doesn't go well, then I don't really have a backup plan because I plan on being a happy little artist living in the countryside or whatever those romantic thoughts are about little cottage lives. But I'm just very happy that I created something that other people connected with and I look forward to seeing where that takes me. One thing I've learned this year is that we cannot take anything for granted. Peace, health and love. These three things matter the most for me and we need to do whatever we can to cherish the people we love, the body we have and the world we live in. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> um, this year I learned how to take care of myself how to, emotionally, how to be there for myself. And through that, I became more confident. And I also learned how to love myself. And I'm really, really proud of that. And I hope you guys have a happy new year. And I wish you all the best. And thank you very, very much for your amazing podcast. <laughs> Bye. One thing I've learned this year is that um, you can meet a person, become best friends with them over the shortest of time spans because best and greatest moments can happen within seconds. And I think that's what friendship is really about. Just having meaningful, spending meaningful, meaningful, meaningful time with uh, your friends and sharing great and cherishing uh, great moments or important moments yeah so this year i feel like was a perfect mix of self-growth but also meeting people that i'm very very inspired by um i felt like the first half of the year was like very much um you know concentrating on myself concentrating on my growth concentrating on how i dealt with situations and how i could um, do better for for the people I love and it was very much rewarding to be hibernating but the second half of the year I met some really great people who fueled my creative energy um, who really pushed me um, to my boundaries and out of them as well uh, and also this was the year I really concentrated on my passion which is my food blog um, and that did really well 
and I'm ending the year now with um, people I love, my family, uh, but also starting a new job next year. So a lot of changes, a lot of growth, a lot of ups and downs, but it's been such a great one and I can't wait for 2024. One thing I've learned this year in 2023 that I really, really love my family and just when I think I can't love them even more, they do these amazing things that make me so proud, especially Leonie and Goya. Thank you.